Welcome to the Golden Age of Comic Books. Hey, Golden Age fans. It is December 23rd, 2007, and this is the 55th installment of the Golden Age of Comic Books. This is Bill Jordan, your host, and I am very glad you're here for what amounts to a special holiday Christmas edition of the Golden Age of Comic Books. In our last episode, number 54, I mentioned that this time of year I normally do a Christmas or holiday episode of the Golden Age of Comic Books, but that I really didn't have any material set aside for that and that I had already done the background work on the Mary Marvel story. Well, as Christmas uh, got a little bit closer here uh, in my house, I decided that I'd do a little more research on some Christmas topics and go ahead and put together a Christmas episode. So this is our third Christmas episode of the Golden Age of Comic Books, and I hope uh, you enjoy what we picked out to discuss on the show today. Now, in the past, uh, in our first Christmas episode back in 2005, I talked about my favorite Christmas covers, and there are, as many of you are aware, many, many Christmas covers that came out during the Golden Age of Comic Books. As I mentioned in our last episode, the very first Christmas cover appeared on Famous Funnies number 5, that was in 1934. And that was a Santa Claus cover. And then, of course, uh, as you have seen, there have been a myriad of Christmas covers over the years with Santa Claus and superheroes and Santa Claus by himself and all kinds of other Christmas themes. But I'm not going to cover all of those topics uh, as I did back in 2005. Then last year in 2006, I covered uh, some of my very favorite Christmas stories from the Golden Age of comic books. And uh, some of those, uh, I think, will probably endure as classics, and I'll enjoy them uh, every Christmas for many, many years to come. But I'm not going to talk about any particular story today either on the 2007 Christmas edition of the Golden Age of Comic Books. What I am going to talk about are two enduring characters who got their starts in uh, some other type of uh, media, not in comic books, but who became enduring Christmas comic book characters for many, many years. First of all, we're going to discuss uh, uh, the jolly old elf himself, Santa Claus, Kris Kringle, St. Nick. And then we're going to talk about a character who actually got his birth uh, during the time frame of the Golden Age of Comic Books. In fact, right at the start of the Golden Age of Comic Books, and then uh, had a Golden Age comic book uh, run himself. And that, of course, is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So why don't we start out with this episode talking about Santa Claus, and then we'll move on into that uh, favorite red-nosed reindeer everyone knows as Rudolph. Now, of course, Santa Claus has been around for a very, very long time, long before the golden age of comic books. The most popular version of the Santa Claus character, of course, got his start in the now very famous poem written by Clement Moore back in the mid-1800s. Uh, that, uh, of course, most of us read every Christmas Eve. In fact, I still get the book out, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and read it to my kids every Christmas Eve. I've been doing that for years. And, of course, the uh, the modern version of Santa Claus got his origin in that particular poem and became uh, a very popular centerpiece of the Christmas holiday uh, as a result of that. But where did the, the modern-looking Santa Claus come from, the familiar... Santa Claus char- uh, character with the, the long flowing white beard, the jolly old elf who, of course, is a little bit chubby and wears the, the bright red suit, carries the 
bright red bag full of toys, etc., etc. Well, I think that character probably got uh, his start in the Clement Moore poem. But uh, I was reading an article in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, which is the, the main newspaper for the Atlanta area, on Sunday, December 9th. There was an article in there about the influence of the Coca-Cola company over the Santa Claus character. There's even uh, a piece about this at Snopes.com. For those of you that like to debunk the urban myths, uh, you can go to Snopes.com for that. And they talk about this there, but for years, I think it has been perpetuated that Coca-Cola had something to do with the modern version of Santa Claus in the red suit because those were the corporate Coca-Cola colors. And that was discussed in this article in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Well, that's probably not quite true, but I think what is true is that the Coca-Cola advertisements that began in uh, 1931 probably had a lot to do with what uh, a lot of folks view Santa Claus in the traditional sense uh, and what he's supposed to look like. So before we talk about the comic book Santa Claus, let's talk about the Coca-Cola Santa Claus and how he got his start. The Coca-Cola Santa Claus was actually originated by a gentleman named uh, Haddon Sundblom. Uh, he was commissioned by Coca-Cola in 1931 to create a number of advertisements where the Santa Claus character was featured holding a bottle of Coca-Cola or a glass of Coca-Cola in various Christmas settings. And this gentleman, who also, by the way, was responsible for creating uh, the Quaker Oats Man, if many of you have seen the picture of the Quaker Oats Man on the Quaker Oats container, that this same gentleman created that character. He he was commissioned to do these uh, these particular pieces, and not only did he create the advertisements for the Coca-Cola company, but he also created a number of oil paintings that uh, most most of which exist in the Coca-Cola headquarters and the Coca-Cola Museum in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. But uh, starting in 1931, these ads began to appear in magazines such as the Saturday Evening Post and National Geographic and others, and for many years they appeared uh, all the way through approximately 1964 where Mr. Sunblom every year would create a new ad with Santa Claus for the Coca-Cola company. In fact, if you look on the back covers of many of the National Geographic magazines for the month of December, starting in about 1933, you'll find uh, each annual Coca-Cola Santa Claus ad created by Mr. Sunblom. And then I think that it's fair to say that uh, a lot of the the uh, pop culture aspects of Santa Claus probably got their start with these advertisements. And then at some point shortly thereafter, uh, we began to see in the comic books a very, very similar version of the Santa Claus character wearing the same type of uh, outfit, uh, the same type of beard, and, and of course the, the red cheeks and all those things that we all know to be Santa Claus. And Santa Claus appeared, as I mentioned, on the cover of a lot of different comic books during this time, starting with the Famous Funnies number 5 appearance in 1934. But the comic book appearances of Santa Claus that I wanted to focus on in our Christmas 2007 edition of the Golden Age of Comic Books are those that were published by Dell starting in 1942. And in 1942, Dell began to publish a book called Santa Claus Funnies. Issue number one was the December 1942 issue, and it's interesting because this was during the war years, World War II, and instead of featuring Santa Claus 
with his sleigh and his reindeer. It features Santa Claus driving a Jeep, probably a very early uh, drawing of a Jeep uh, due to the uh, popularity of that vehicle from World War II. So that's where we began the run of the comic book known as Santa Claus Funnies. It was a standard Golden Age size comic book, 64 pages long, had a number of different stories with Santa, had some games and other activities related to Christmas and Santa Claus in this particular book. And it was popular enough that Dell decided that uh, a year later it would bring out another edition of Santa Claus Funnies. So issue number two is dated December of 1943. And again, it, it features Santa Claus on the cover uh, as uh, we had seen before. Now, after this appearance of issue number two of Santa Claus Funnies, Dell decided to move that particular title over into its larger publication, Four Color Comics. And starting in 1944, Santa Claus Funnies became a part of the Four Color Comics family with issue number 61. And that was the 1944 edition of Santa Claus Funnies in December of 1944. And then in 1945, uh, we had issue number 91 of Four Color. That was the Santa Claus Funnies issue with some great artwork, by the way, by Walt Kelly, who went on to Pogo fame. Issue number 128 was the 1946 issue. 175 was the 1947 issue. 205 was the 1948 issue. 254 was the 1949 issue. 302 was the 1950 issue. And 361 was the 1951 issue. Now, for some strange reason, after issue number 361, the 1951 issue of Santa Claus Funnies, there was no 1952 issue of Santa Claus Funnies in four-color comics. But what Dell did, and I don't know why, and maybe some listeners of the Golden Age of Comic Books can explain this. I've never read any explanation for this. And I don't know why they did this, and maybe we can find out uh, at some point. But in 1952, Dell published a second number one of Santa Claus Funnies, and that is the 1952 issue. And on the cover, it says Santa Claus Funnies number one. And then uh, that, that went on to uh, the next year, 1953, and we expected maybe to see a number two. But for some reason, once again, Dell decided to put the Santa Claus Funnies uh, issues back under the Four Color Comics umbrella. And so Four Color Comics number 525 was the 1953 issue of Santa Claus Funnies. And then we had number 607 was the 1954 issue. 666 was the 1955 issue. 756, the 1956 issue. 867 was the 1957 issue. 958 was the 1958 issue, 1063 was the 1959 issue, 1154 was the 1960 issue, and 1274 was the 1961 issue. And 1961 was the very last issue of Santa Claus Funnies. So Santa Claus Funnies was published by Dell for a continuous run of 20 years during the Golden Age of Comic Books. And if you think about how many other titles did during the Golden Age of Comics, particularly the superhero titles, uh, most of those did not survive 20 years. So Santa Claus uh, was probably one of the more enduring of the Golden Age superheroes, if you will. Um, I'll probably get a disagreement about whether or not Santa is a superhero, but uh, if you ask my 
My daughter Emily, I bet she'll tell you that Santa Claus really is a superhero in disguise. But anyway, uh, he did have a continuous 20-issue run under the uh, Dell Comics umbrella, either at the four-color comic of Santa Claus Funnies or uh, the other numbered issues that I mentioned. Now, Santa Claus, of course, appeared in a lot of other comics, as we talked about earlier, but this was the only run uh, of a continuous nature for that long in which Santa Claus appeared as a regular character during the golden age of comic books. So if you're interested in checking out uh, uh, a long sequence of appearances by the jolly old elf Chris Kringle himself, then check out some of the Dell Comics issues of Santa Claus Funnies. I think you'll find them very enjoyable and very interesting to see how uh, the Santa Claus character changed, at least in the eyes of the comic book reading public, from the early 1940s on into the early 1960s. Now, of course, no uh, topic of uh, Christmas could be complete without a discussion of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. How did Rudolph get his start, and was he a Golden Age superhero like Santa Claus was? Well, probably not quite, but it's interesting, nevertheless, to talk about Rudolph's origins and uh, how he figured into the Golden Age of comic books. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, as I said at the beginning of the show, really got his start during the very early years of the Golden Age of comic books. Uh, go back to 1939 to the Montgomery Ward department store chain, and you'll find a gentleman named Robert May. He was 34 years old, and he was a copywriter for Montgomery Ward at that time. And he was approached around Christmas in 1939 by the executives of Mont Montgomery Ward, asking him to create a character that they could put into a children's book to be given away, more or less as an advertisement for the department store. So May went to work, and he came up with the uh, character who he called, ultimately, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He tried out the name Rollo, and he tried out the name Reginald, but he settled on the name Rudolph. And so he wrote this book, and he talked to um, the folks uh, who were above him at Montgomery Ward, the executives in the company, and pitched the idea to them. And they weren't quite sure that, that they wanted a red-nosed reindeer uh, as a giveaway character for their store, and they were somewhat resistant to that at that time. He had written the book in rhyme, and his daughter had uh, thought it was really nice and, and very neat. She was four years old. But uh, he decided that he would try one more time to get Montgomery Ward to, to publish this as a giveaway book. And so he went and found a friend of his, a gentleman named Denver Gillen. And Mr. Gillen went to the zoo with uh, Mr. May, and they actually sketched some deer. And Gillen ultimately uh, drew some, some uh, pictures for this giveaway book of a reindeer with a red nose. That was enough for the executives at Montgomery Ward when they saw these pictures to take the chance on the distribution of this particular uh, uh, giveaway book. Not a comic book, but a book. And uh, they did, and they gave away quite a number of uh, books. I believe it was over uh, a couple of million books initially of Rudolph uh, given away in 1939. And then I believe that uh, they continued to be given away through about the mid-1940s. Over six million copies were ultimately given away uh, of the Rudolph uh, the Red-Nosed Reindeer book by Montgomery Ward. Now apparently right around that time 1946-1947 uh, May went to the head of Montgomery Ward and convinced him 
that because May had created this character and had not been, of course, afforded the, the rights to the character due to the fact that he was working for Montgomery Ward, uh, and the fact that he was in uh, pretty dire financial straits at that time, Montgomery Ward decided that they would give the rights to the character to May. So Robert May was actually given all the copyright uh, uh, rights to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in 1946 or 1947. And then something very interesting happened with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer shortly after that. And that is that uh, Mr. May's brother-in-law, a gentleman who was named Johnny Marks, uh, sat down and wrote a song about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from the book that had been written by his brother-in-law, Robert May. Now, at this point, uh, y'all probably want me to start singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but I'm not going to do that because I would imagine that most of you would turn off this episode of The Golden Age of Comic Books if I did that. Needless to say, the song that I'm talking about is the song that everyone knows about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It was somewhat different from the Rudolph that was depicted in the book, but it was the Rudolph that really everyone uh, got to uh, know more and more and, of course, learned to love through the song. Now, uh, May and Marx pitched the song to a number of different sources, and nobody would record the song until in 1949... Gene Autry, the singing cowboy, and of course he's been featured in his own comic books uh, throughout the golden age of comic books, he took the chance to record the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm sure many of you have heard the Gene Autry rendition of Rudolph, and it became one of the most popular Christmas songs ever, second only to the uh, famous song White Christmas as sung by Bing Crosby. Now, Rudolph went on, of course, uh, later on in the 1960s to star in a stop-motion animation uh, program that was done with puppets and narrated by Burl Ives. Of course, that was just on TV uh, several weeks ago and here in the United States and continues to be one of the most popular Christmas shows uh, on TV every Christmas season. So, all of that was very interesting about Rudolph and his origins, but what in the heck does that have to do with the golden age of comic books? Well... Interestingly, in between the popular song coming out in 1949, the book being written in 1939, and the popular stop-motion animation show coming out in 1964, DC Comics published a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer comic book uh, starting in December of 1950 and going all the way through December of 1961. This comic was drawn every year by a gentleman named Rube Grossman. He has been credited at least by the uh, Jerry Bales Who's Who as being the annual artist on the Rudolph comic book. But this comic book uh, came out every year. It, it ran 12 issues. Number one, as I said, was in December of 1950. It ran every year until the issue number 12, which was the December 1961 issue which is very interesting because that was also the same month and year of the last issue of Santa Claus Funnies. So Santa Claus Funnies from Dell and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from D.C. had their very last continuous uh, publication uh, in December of 1961. And, of course, Rudolph came back in a, in a second publication from uh, D.C. Comics in the 1970s but the, uh, the run that had gone on every year uh, ended in 1961. Now, these days, it, it's hard to say whether Rudolph is more popular from the song, which he probably is, or from the, uh, the famous 1964 
uh, television animated episode. I, I believe the first uh, uh, air date of that uh, television episode was on December 6, 1964, by the way. And, uh, of course, in between that, you had this, this DC comic uh, that came out and, of course, helped perpetuate the popularity of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So we'll credit DC Comics with being a little bit of a visionary and continuing the legend of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, certainly leading up to the very popular television show that came out in 1964. So I hope you've enjoyed uh, learning a little bit about Santa Claus Funnies and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer generally and the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Funnies. I think it's interesting how... uh, uh, comics lately have not seen as many Christmas-themed issues as we saw way back in the golden age of comic books, and even some in the Silver Age. But we certainly had a lot of uh, very interesting Christmas-themed comics in the Golden Age, highlighted uh, to me by the Santa Claus Funnies run for 20 years, starting in 1942, and the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer run for 12 years, starting in 1950. All right, well, I sure hope you've enjoyed learning about the Santa Claus and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Golden Age comic books. You know, as I said in the previous episode, I I just hadn't planned on doing a Golden Age of Comic Books podcast about uh, Christmas comics or Christmas covers as I've done in the past, but you know, I had done it the previous two years and I just couldn't resist. So I hope you've enjoyed our 2007 Christmas special for the Golden Age of Comic Books. I hope uh, everybody has just a great holiday season. Uh, The Christmas holiday is just a couple of days away here in the U.S., and uh, as always, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope everybody gets all the comic books for the holidays that they have wished for, and I hope everybody moving into the new year has uh, just a very, very happy and safe New Year holiday as well. So thanks for listening about uh, the Golden Age of Comic Books for Christmas 2007. And I look forward to talking to each and every one of you about Golden Age comic books in our next show.